Mark. Hello. What's going on? Uh, trying to keep up with everything, my man. But yeah. everything's going good, you know. We're we're in now the the heat of the summer. Mark, you got vaccinated, didn't you? I did. So, so did, did you? Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel? Moderna. All Moderna. Moderna. Oh, oh, Burger. Moderna. <laughs> uh, the second shot kicked my ass. Did it really? Mm-hmm. Dang. Heard you both gotta... of them kicked my ass. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're. Uh... Because what? Because you're weak. Oh, I no, see. No, I'm kidding. I see. We I recently see. uploaded all of our, at least as of now, all of season one is on YouTube now. Yeah, so when you hear this, this is probably going to be a couple weeks down the road. But yes, first season, finally on YouTube. Jesus Christ, it took us forever. I but know. We got it done. And we're really excited. And we were, we were re-listening to some of like the first one. And I was like, damn, I was really mean to Mark. Yeah, man. Still are. I'm not that mean. Still, no, no, you're pretty mean. Not as mean as I was before. Well... To recount, ladies and gentlemen, season three was all about Thomas killing me off for every every no, beginning. Dude, was, but yeah, you, what do you mean? You, no, you were dead every episode. No, you killed me off. That's not true. And so I would basically. That's not true. You're a liar. You lie. You we lie. Went on a trip to North Carolina. We did. It was my birthday trip. Didn't happen for another like month afterwards. But, but we had a great time. How did you like time. it? I loved it. We, me, Mark, Aiden, and my girlfriend, we all stayed on the downstairs area where yes. it was just like there's like four beds three beds three there's, beds there's three three beds. three beds there's a big one doesn't mean me and my girlfriend got that one and Mark and got the, the single ones and the Acceptable. first <laughs> the first night we went to sleep we were like, we gonna wake up early in the morning but we tried to go to sleep and i was like <laughs> hey hey mark hey, yeah what's up do you want to sing that song we heard on the radio today oh you mean in the air tonight by phil collins <laughs> yeah yeah i love that song but, is, but we gotta be quiet you basically did the jimmy fallon thing <laughs> and then we just kept trying to fall asleep but then it would just be like all right guys all right yeah, let's all stop all right and then mark would be stop. like stop stop <laughs> <laughs> but we had a great time we hope to continue to do more of those we just recently uploaded an episode two about us being 2,000 feet up mm-hmm. up in the mountains so that was, was really crazy. fun so hopefully we get to do that a little bit more too um with you know this season wrapping up pretty soon uh, when you hear this episode, um, we definitely have some new things in the table for the show in the future. But, you know, we're going to try to figure that out, that me and Thomas will be uh, separate for a while. We'll be going to different schools. But the show continues on. It mm-hmm. goes on. It'll always go on. Forever and ever. So, um, yeah, we're really excited. guest today our guest today i'm super excited my man this man is one fourth of the greatest funkiest band in orlando currently right now is office hours he also hosts his own show called we are human which you can listen to on sundays are are we now are we yes the competition once again we have another competitor (laughs) amongst us in this season his name is the one and only elijah da costa thank you how so, what's you. up, man? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How that's, are you guys? That's tight, chilling. Good. Um, my friend, I I heard through you through someone else. Like they had just posted a video of your show, and uh, I didn't even know you had your own. And I'd find out later that you were also part of Office Hours. Yeah. So I yeah. thought that was really funny. So for for record, um, Office Hours was actually our very first mm-hmm. musical guest on our show. They're, long they're ago. so good yeah thank you, thank you guys yeah. are really... we're super appreciative of that it's like well you know we've had we've had a lot of musical guests on this most of them are rappers i'm not a big rap guy mm-hmm. but to be honest i think out of all of the people we've had on here you guys are definitely my favorite musical guests yeah, that was oh, the that very means a lot, first man. yeah and so we've been you know going back and forth throughout the last couple of years trying to get them on but you know you you know everybody we got a busy schedule you know everybody's life, life exactly, gets a hold of us exactly but we're glad that we have you and i'm glad that we get to do this episode you're, you're you know nearing the very end um so thank you for taking the time to do this so what what part of office hours do you play or i guess what, what what's, your, what's, what's your role what, my role is what ninja turtle are you yeah what, i oh what ninja turtle i am we yeah. joked about this i okay. consider myself uh, wait, what did we say last time? They 
think that I am Leonardo, I believe. Oh, the leader. Ooh, the le- but, Leonardo. and I mean, maybe it's because I'm the oldest. He's the leader oh. of the group, transformed Joshua, by the norm my the brother. Goop. Yeah, yeah, Joshua, my brother, is definitely Donatello. He's just, like, the intellectual man. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then Gian is michelangelo for sure because he's kind of a goofball uh-huh. and then Shit. we always say seth gets triggered easily so he's <laughs> Raphael. that's funny uh, i feel like i'm them. donatello yeah you're definitely michelangelo i would be yeah i could see that yeah i have to start skateboarding and then though. josh is josh is Raphael because he's crazy <laughs> what is your role in the band of office hours i i play drums and then i usually mix all our stuff like in-house like our music okay um and yeah that's pretty much what i do i don't consider myself like a great drummer i it was one of those things where it's like uh let's do this because we're family and really close friends but i i mean i used to play drums for a while like years years ago Uh have Uh, you seen that um that one picture from the beatles where they they have like a panel and someone goes like hey is ringo the best drummer in the world and the guy goes (laughs) ringo's not even the best drummer in the beatles (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's how that's how i feel sometimes although (laughs) Although they are like pretty at like adequate at drums too, I would say. I, I think the you. best one would probably be Gion. Gion knows how to play drums. Yeah. For sure. What what drove you to the drums? Just like you hit things or? Well, when I was in middle school, like I was in middle school band and uh, we tried school? out uh, Odyssey. Odyssey. Ooh. Odyssey. Wow. Yeah, throwing it real, real back. Real back. Throwing throwing Whoa. it back. Mm-hmm. That... We, we do that here at the Powerful. We throw it back. We always throw it back. Always throw it back. Yeah. What schools did you guys go to? Saint Cloud. Saint Cloud. Saint Cloud. Mm-hmm. You've been here your whole life. Mark went to Neptune. Middle. From middle from yeah. from middle school, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you went to middle school band. Oh, sorry. I thought I'm sorry. I was like, I, 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 I was, you know, I like, uh, uh, yes, I went to Neptune, which is not too far down the road here. But yeah, uh, we've been here for almost the majority of our lives. Um, Thomas is originally from Virginia. I'm originally from Puerto Rico, but most of our nice, time has nice. been spent here. And uh, yeah, my man. Are you originally from Florida too? Yeah, I mean, uh, technically, I guess so. It's been like 16 years since I've been in Florida, but I'm from Queens, New York. Oh, oh shit. And yeah, we moved down here when I was about 10. So like, that's why I'm like, ah, I consider myself a Floridian. Gotcha, right now. You gotcha. know, I'm moving back to New York, though. I'm going to oh. work on the podcast full time over there. Really? Full time? That's what I'm trying to do. It's wow. pretty, pretty crazy. I don't have like the most solid plan lined up, but hey, man, I'm you got to do what you got. Exactly. So you guys have met enough success with the podcast podcast that you can do it full-time i no like (laughs) that's the thing like Uh, so i think that i i over this last year what i learned is just how like limit limitless life is but at the very same time it's extremely limiting yeah so i feel like it's up to us to do whatever we really want to do with our lives right you know and make Mm. those decisions and i've paid off my debts and saved enough money to kind of go out there and really roll the dice on it for a bit i've scheduled Mm -hmm. Some interviews out there that I'm very excited to do, um, and then just going on from there, I'm gonna launch the Patreon officially later on in June. Very and nice. And just see whoever wants to support it is more than welcome to support. Hey man, you know? very nice. Well, you always got us here for sure down here in Florida yeah, to absolutely. support you all the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I want to talk about your show. We are human. Um, your show is actually very, and somewhat similar to our show in terms of having a wide cast of people on the show. You guys talk about different topics. Um, I've heard a couple of them, quite a few. Um, uh, and the style choices are very nice, and I really enjoy uh, what you do because it's again like very similar to what we do. Um, what uh, what was your what was your whole premise behind it? I really want to know kind of like what brought you to to do that show. Uh, I say this story so many times, which is so funny because every time I explain it, I'm always like. Uh, it, it just brings back some like memories because I was getting out of a relationship. The pandemic had just started with like quarantine and it was just like a nightmare, to be honest. And I was kind of figuring out how to continue to be creative and also like growing in a, a completely different season. Mm-hmm. And essentially what really led to it is just catching up with uh, friends. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of people were you know, like kind of video chatting more, obviously we weren't seeing each other, you know, so we were kind of like out of touch. And so I tried to like check up on other friends, friends that I haven't seen since like high school and um, friends that had moved away and out of town and everything. And just doing like these FaceTime calls, phone calls or whatever, and talking for like hours with people that I grew up with, but I haven't really kept in touch with Mm -hmm. over time. And so it really inspired me to kind of like, what, what if I could do this with like, 
many people like mm-hmm. as many right. people as i can people that i don't really hang out with in general right. acquaintances and all that stuff and just talking about the hardships that we face and also the lessons that we've learned mm-hmm. and favorite memories that we've had growing up and i'm very curious so i just love learning about people and their backgrounds their experiences and mm-hmm. what they take away from it too mm-hmm. And that's what kind of continued to like shape it over time because in the beginning it was very just like hey let's just catch up me and my closest friends they were like the people that i tried it with you know Uh Mm -hmm. um but as it continued to grow i want to really develop it to something that is very introspective but also encouraging and yeah just Hmm. overall that introspective and encouraging yeah man that's you know it's um well that's cool you know i feel like a lot of people have had to find uh, they found new things about themselves in, in the pandemic, given a lot, a lot more free time. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, so why why New York? You say you, you want to move up there. You're going to roll the dice. Um, so why there exactly? I have a little bit of like a, it's kind of like a base there for me because since we're from there, I have family there. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. I have friends, and I've made connections over time from just visiting and trips that I've taken over there. And I was there in March recently, uh, a few months ago. And every time I'm there, I'm always, like, inspired again. Yeah. Um, and so while I was there, I was kind of thinking, like, you know, I was just taking it easy. I was just, you know, obviously on vacation and whatever. And just catching up with some old friends, seeing family, spending time with them. And I thought to myself, you know, what if I, you know, just try it out here for a bit? You know, like, yeah. what's the worst that could happen, to be honest? Like, you go back home. And I think that that's a big ego check for a lot of people because... That, yeah, oh, I 100% agree. I feel like most a lot of people think success is leaving their home. So they don't want to go back. Mm-hmm. And they're, they are willing to... Or they consider it failure. Yeah. And it's really not. You're it, just yeah. learning from those experiences. They, they are right. willing to essentially destroy themselves just to get out of here. And like, home's home, man. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with coming back. And like, my parents have always made it like very clear that, you know... Go for it and try it out. But like if you if something happens, right, you don't want to think like if something happens, but if something happens, you know, you're always welcome back and, you know, to get your life back together or, you know, find the job out here again in your field. Um, But, you know, I've been in I've worked at at a news station or I used to and I've been there for six years. So I've kind of been like I've learned everything that I needed to learn there um, in that particular uh, station. Not in the field, because I think you can always learn and grow, right, in any place. But over there, like, I felt like there wasn't any more room for growth, and I had gotten everything that I needed to get out of it. And so I was like, dude, if I don't leave, like, I know I'll stay here for another six years. And Mm -hmm. then a decade has flown by, you know? So I just told myself, I owe it to myself to venture out and just try something new, experience something new, you know? So what... Like, long-term goal, what do you want to happen when you go to New York? Long-term with, well, I guess long-term with New York, I consider it a little bit of short-term because I'm I'm really going to roll the dice on it, like I said. I love yeah, that phrase, best to be case, honest. Best case scenario. Uh, for the next few months, mm. like, definitely the summer. So I'm not in a rush to find the job. I've applied just, obviously, just in case, you know, you got to... Are these just, like, like, uh, like 9 to 5 jobs? or these... Yeah, stuff around my field. Um, there are some freelance positions that I've applied for, well, too. Well, so like, what is your field, exactly? It's, I guess, in the realm of, like, media and communications, because oh, I do yeah. video editing. Um, I worked as a technical director at a news station. Um videographer kind of stuff you know like that spectrum Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so i've applied for some work out there and you know but again i'm not in a rush so i'd want to continue to develop a good following not only from people in florida that still keep in touch with me but um in new york also and like kind of create like different um geographical like i guess fan bases or people that are invested in this project in this podcast this product whatever Mm -hmm. and continue to you know do interviews out there with different people people who you know own local businesses um people who are pursuing music acting anything like that but talking about the arts but also still digging deep into like the very human like condition of like you know what is it like you know like what have you gone through what are you learning about yourself what have you learned over the last year um specifically a project that i have in mind um that i guess we can discuss is um, a mini documentary that I'm work that I'm developing, mm-hmm. um, and this group of people that I've already secured the interviews with, like some of them 
moved to New York um, in search of any yeah. career opportunities, and some have lived there their whole lives. So kind of getting like a good perspective of each. I forget what, what those are. What those are called the the people. There's they've they've got the group of them has a name. Um, people who go to New York because they want you know seeking fame and stuff, and. Well, the, the group is the ones it doesn't work out for. Obviously, the ones it works out for, they are now famous. I forget what the what the term is called, but it, it's a term for those people who go to New York for for this for this promising future. In it. It's and, it's almost similar like to the American dream yeah, thing, you know, like yeah. people who come and immigrate to like the to, U.S., you know, like and just yeah. mm -hmm. in hopes of finding opportunities. Like that's really all it is. It's just yeah. an opportunity. New York and L.A. have like the fame, like romanticized you know mm -hmm. dream but at the end of the day like it, it's it's really just about like who you know and what you're doing to like apply yourself and and also like fame is also like romanticized like yeah and my friend Gian and i like we talked about that too like it's what is making it you know like mm -hmm. we think making it is this but really like it's about just happiness, success, mm -hmm. peace of mind. Being happy where you are. Yeah, mm -hmm. and so I just want to kind of get all those stories and put them together in like a, a twenty-minute like mini doc and just kind of let it let them narrate it through the sound bites of their experiences, yeah. what opportunities they found, the people that have lived there their whole lives. Why are they still there? And not in a bad way, but like what what mm -hmm. kept what keeps them grounded in New York? You know? right. New York is definitely like. I mean, it, it's it's a madhouse. It's yeah. touted it's touted as like this is a magical place. Well, you know, it was sort of. It's touted as like, oh, it's the greatest place in the world. It's also, you know, a shithole. But it's also the greatest place in the world. But then you go there, you're like, wow, this is kind of just a shithole. <laughs> Where good things can happen. Yeah, yeah. No, it's. but I think it's definitely getting better, though, too, because... I feel like New York always had like this connotation or, or something associated with it where people were like rude and like just yeah. snobby. Yeah. But like from what I've heard with that friends of mine that are in LA and California, like California is more like that. Like New yeah, York, yeah. They, they've been a lot kinder in New York. People are always like willing to help you out as long as you mm. set your pride aside and ask for help um, and just kind of connect with people in a genuine way though. Like yeah. don't, obviously no one wants someone... No one wants to associate with someone who knows that they're just trying to, like, get something in return and, like, scratch my back, you scratch yours. Yeah. That's the way of life, and I, I believe slightly in that principle because it is kind of like that, but, like, apply yourself and be genuine, too, you know? You don't have yeah. to be, like, how can we help each other out, and that's it. Like, mm -hmm. get to know them, develop connection, all that stuff. For sure. No, it's interesting stuff. I, I've always, I had the idea to do a, um, if I knew anything about, like, making a video documentary i wanted to do it i wanted back when pandemic was kind of like in the middle of its lifespan and only fans was blowing up <laughs> and you know everyone's you know, there's there's hardly any in between either are all for it or you think it's it's like degenerate and it's bad for society and stuff well my idea i wanted to go to people and just get like the average i want to go out and ask people about it and see the impacts it has and then you know that kind of thing but I don't know anything about, like, recording stuff. I know how to do audio, but I yeah, can't yeah. just go out there with my laptop. Like, hey, what's up? Let me plug this in real quick. and you know. Some all gas, no brakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, that, exa that's, that's, exa that's exactly that's, what I, want, that's what I wanted to do. It's, um, it's really cool to do stuff like that because it's, just, it's, just people are so different and, just, and unique. And especially when you just get them, they're like, 30 seconds, what do you think about this? And they just word vomit and their thoughts. Yeah. So, that's the word that's word, the... word vomit is such a good a good phrase have you ever seen um billy on the streets i don't think so maybe it's like this little game show this guy goes up to people and he's like for a dollar um who do you think looked better in this dress and then he'll be like beyonce or whatever oh wait wait yeah. i think was he a guest star in parks and rec he I was, think yeah. I... yeah 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 i know who you're talking about so yeah i know i know that one, miss there's... for a dollar chris evans or paul rudd yes yeah. yes, chris yes evans yes, or yes. paul rudd he, so <laughs> he's was... with like paul, he's yeah. with one of them or <laughs> so there was one where he goes up to a, a girl paul rudd all the way by <laughs> oh absolutely oh dude like Chris I want to age like that. Chris Evans is fine. But Paul yeah. Rudd? Yeah, bro. He's just awesome. He Paul, just... Rudd, Paul Rudd seems like he's so grounded. I could just... He looks like a guy that you could just you could go to McDonald's hang out with. with. Yeah. He'd, he'd be fine. Have a normal conversation yeah. with, yeah. Um, and you could, go up, you could be like, hey, you want to go with He'd be like, yeah, man. Sure, like, let's, let's yes. go. Um, or he'd be like, oh, I can't stay up late, guys. Yeah. I got to work tomorrow. You know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's, it's, it's Paul <laughs> yeah, Rudd. Man, what's cooler than Ant-Man? Come but, on. Um, 
there's a part where, where you know, Billy goes to a, a girl who's like coming back from yoga class or something. He goes, quick, miss, for a dollar, name a woman. And she's like, oh, oh, oh anyone? He's like, yes, any woman, name a woman. And she's like, oh, uh, and she Michelle just runs Obama. away. <laughs> she, just, she just runs away. She doesn't, she can't answer the question. And I'm like, just a woman? You start giving people anxiety that my, way, yeah. Like, but, I mean, it's a, it's definitely a cool concept. I, I do recall seeing it and a couple other ones, too. Or, or, like, well, and speaking of all gas, no brakes, there's a part where he's going to watch the um, the rocket take off mm-hmm. on and, and NASA. And, you know, there's a, bunch, there's a crowd there, and he goes to this one lady, and he goes, like, what do you think about rockets? And she's, like, basically goes on this tangent about how she has a hole in her head because she had, like, brain squeezing. And she's like, by the way, I love Trump. He's the greatest. Thank you for this rocket, Mr. Trump. And this is my this is my son. And this lady's definitely way too old for that to be her son. So, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, they just, dude, if you give people on the spot, like a mic, just. You never know what you're going to you, get. You'll never know what you're going to get. It's yeah. crazy. But it's entertaining and it's also interesting. And that's why, like, I. I guess I always come back to like this and like why I do this and why I love conversations with people because oh, yeah. we don't ever have to like agree on a lot of things, mm-hmm. but there's a reason why you think this and why you think that, yeah. whether it's from child trauma or just like, where you grew up and like literally where you grew up, you yeah. know, like you being from Puerto Rico, you're going to have a completely different experience from, from mm-hmm. where I grew up, you mm-hmm. know, and that's just fascinating and mm-hmm. you continue to like learn and grow about like you learn and grow from all these different experiences mm. that you hear about. Mm-hmm. I find that to be another interesting thing about like, well, even like on a podcast where people go there knowing they're going to have to answer questions is, you know, you can ask, you can't really ask like hardball questions. Like, do you, what do you think of the death penalty? You know? And, well, <laughs> oh yeah. You, I mean, I always try to keep like politics well, out of it. Like, and it's cause they just, they, um, most people can't get to that mind space where it's like, well, I believe this, you believe that. And that's okay. Yeah, and I and I I've had that conversation with my cousin. Like you know, like if, if, how do I explain it? Like he, I I always ask like, do you think it's possible for you to have like a, a conversation with someone who believes the complete opposite of you? Yeah, and he's like, absolutely not. Like I mean, I'm I'm civil, but like I don't want to hear what they have to say because I completely disagree, mm-hmm. and I respect that. But at the same time, I'm I'm always trying to find like the middle ground of mm-hmm. like the compromise of yeah. yeah you know like how can we discuss what we believe but not yeah. want to kill each other like because right. you know when you're like when you're aware of that right like you're aware of of you know, people who who refuse to find any common ground you kind of get that aspect where it's like well I can like I'm not gonna be like that. I was, you know, I, I was thinking, I was like, you know, I had a friend who's, um, who's like, he's like a hardcore socialist. He's like, wants to be socialist. And I'm a history major. I, so, you know, again, this is just my opinion, but knowing the long and bloody history of socialism, I was like, I can't ever see your side because I think it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I'm like, I guess there are things that I want, I can't be open-minded about because, you know, given any other issue, I can't be open-minded about it or I like to believe. And then, you know, you'll find these things where you're like, wow, I guess I have a stronger stance on that than no, I thought. And I was just having that conversation with, um, I forgot who it was, to be honest, but we were talking about, like, news and how it's always biased. Mm-hmm. Like, Everywhere. It's, it's up to us to, like, I mean, I say us because I consider myself part of that, like, journalistic field, but, yeah. like, we are taught in college, you know, to be, like, ethical about our practices and making sure that we remove all of our personal opinions and thoughts out of how the story is written, mm-hmm. how the story is shot. Like someone, the whatever a person is recording on camera could be like considered yeah. biased. Like mm-hmm. how they shoot how they it, shoot what they're even shooting, what how they long on. they're, how long they're shooting it for, you know, how long we air this on a package. Like we showed three seconds of this, but seven yeah. seconds of that. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's insane. And I was like, do you think like, news will ever be unbiased and we were like actually no dude it's impossible because we're because we are like imperfect and humans with thoughts and exactly. opinions like we will always you'd have to get the humanity them. out of it for it to be um but it's literally so, like a robot are like. you like did you, did you major in communications in college yeah i i my major was radio and television broadcast yes i'm the same same exact major oh, nice, broadcast, nice. or uh, mass communications broadcast news journalism nice and i gotta tell you nothing broke my heart more than having to like read all about this and be like wow this is just nothing but lies from the start. Learning about like NTV, uh, and just like 
how crappy the media is, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm that's why I I I really support local journalism because yeah, I feel like there's absolutely. a lot more like there's just a lot more uh, what's the word like they're just more ethical like yeah. I think that they really focus on the community um they're like super driven by that versus like big media companies you know they're always gonna yeah. focus on like what sells and what it's like well mark you're you're two years older than me and I think you were more aware of like the early 2000s MTV era oh yeah like do you remember the kind of stuff that was, was uh, what they were they were showing like on MTV yeah oh man I well I mean things were yeah, MTV definitely back then was very different than what it is now. I think it just like it it transitioned into this um this weird uh this weird just uh openness to the the root in my opinion of like the problems. Like one of the things was like Jersey Shore. I remember Jersey Shore being like a really big thing on MTV. Mm-hmm. MTV at the time still even like the VMAs were crazy. Yeah. Like they were very very open and very explicit to some of the things that just kind of happened, but they feed off of that. That's what got ratings. That's what got exactly. people to come and watch it. You know what I mean? MTV originally was just a music video yeah. TV show. That's I mean, you can't really Anybody get there. any just... attention towards that just by a music video but <laughs> now it's it, it when i when i was younger i remember it just you know the whole kanye and taylor swift thing was a huge thing um you <laughs> i know, remember watching that on <laughs> and uh i'm gonna let you finish <laughs> but... <laughs> but i gotta finish <laughs> but um yeah it it definitely is is weird their transition and now they're trying to be this very woke thing and it's i think it i think they're going about it the wrong way yeah. and i think it 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 shows it at least in terms of stuff like that, especially places like MTV, yeah. it's, it's it's hard to I mean, I, show I, the nature of just like something was, as simple as what is uh, MTV uh, music music television music networks. That's it. Yeah, but that's it. That's all it is. It was excited. I learned about MTV for my class because that was like specifically for for teens, young adults. MTV was like the cool, like this is yeah. this is the blueprint for how to be a cool kid. It essentially bred people to be assholes, like that. Whatever problem there was with like bullying and shit like that, and, or or kids like bum fights. MTV basically, well not MTV, but bum fights glorified like you'll beat the shit out of homeless people. Right. Why? Because you can. Because you gotta be a man, and it bred toxic masculinity and just partying and disrespecting people and being an asshole mm-hmm. and it's crazy it was so influential and yeah. there are the, it, the direct effects of that are so visible and i look at it now and i'm like i can't believe it, it literally like hurt me i was yeah. watching the video i was getting mad i was like my god this is what media does in corporate hands because yeah. this is mm-hmm. it gets you know and so to what you were saying like yeah i think only true journalism is journalism done by the people you never hear about because they're not going to get and where they're from too, like like when they're present on the scene, you know. Yeah. Like it, there's there's a diff one one thing that I learned in in school too, like an example, um, that really stuck with me is the whole like, you look at like Fox or CNN, and I'm saying both because like for my unbiases yeah. to show right or whatever, both of them have like major networks and and shows that they're just they have people commentating all mm-hmm. day, like you know, in the two boxes and stuff, and they're just talking, talking, talking about oh, but what is this and that and the blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and then you have like for example here in orlando i I really am a big fan of wkmg they're a local news station and they do like a variety of things they cover the hard news that's going on in orlando but they also do different things focused on the community they just did a piece on like a restaurant that i really like called kabuki and like talked about them for their foodie foodie podcast also like they're they're involved you know Mm -hmm. and they make it known also and i think like that is that makes more impact. Like you, yeah. it's like local it's, businesses. It's better yeah, humanity inside. And, it's, yeah. well, it's, it's just it's like you can trust their word more because they're there. They're in it. They're doing. They're it. they're having a conversation with you. You know, yeah. and, and yeah, they're present. Very much like news is. They're talking at you. They're telling you. I mean that. I mean early early journalism show like uh, what was the hypodermic needle theory that uh, an audience is passive and it's it like a hypodermic needle. It we take in information. Yeah. 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 I remember that. And then, well, because well, there, there, there's audience theory. Uh, there, one of the theories is that there's like active audience. Then there's the audience that, when it comes to like other forms of, forms of entertainment, that we choose 
what we end up ultimately what, what becomes popular, what sells based on our likes. So if we don't like a certain news source, then they give us another one until we like one. And I guess what people like is dramatic, you know, sounding news that kind of grips you, even if it's not real. Because, you know, real news is probably actually a lot more boring than what we get today. I don't know. That 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 I don't know about. Cause... Well, I guess it's true. I just, I, you ever seen Anchorman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen some of it. I've seen some of it. Remember the part, there was a part where, like, um, there was a car chase... And no one knew any information about it. Right, like, like he just starts spewing. People, he's like, he's on drugs. He's got yeah, money. Yeah, people he's got over drama- going. Dr- dramatizing or or yeah, I think yeah, that's the word. Then in the end, it was just a senile man drive, driving on the wrong side of the road. Yeah, and I, I was like, that's real. That's totally real. I I won't. I don't doubt that that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but at but I also still think that like real things that do occur yeah. can still be pretty like. Yeah. what the heck is going on for you know? sure like, well yeah like if there's um like i guess as if someone murdered but i guess depending on the circumstance of the murder it might be more popular than other murders but yeah no there are some like cases that really stand out and it's it's really hard to like you, i think working in news like it desensitizes you absolutely like, you, you really no, for kind sure. of just it's not that it bums you out man yeah but also like you have to kind of make sure that you don't let it i don't know like just affect your day it it, it sounds messed up and it is but and that's also another reason why i was like you know what i'm good with news like i can do videography for some other stuff because it really like i consider myself someone like as an empath and you know when you have all these overwhelming things happening and you hear about it and then you start talking so casually about it there's a problem Mm -hmm. like you know like it's that that's not that's not how we should think and operate and and unfortunately like we have to so that we can continue to do the job at yeah. hand um but and i feel like that is in turn what is what has killed journalism so much is the idea that like to be a good journalist network journalist news news network journalist you gotta can't you can't you gotta you can't let it hit you at all yeah you can't you, you have can't. to like remove your emotions your from the, and it, from it, the that's, piece. that's terrible and it's mm-hmm. yeah it's like, hum- humanity sure. is what makes us who we are it's what's important it's wow you know, it, it helps us guide what's what's morally ethic and what's not and yeah. stuff. I wouldn't really know because both of you are on that same field, but I definitely understand that, like, just like in any job, that's some of the tough calls you have to make in life, and I think it it's just up to your moral ethics to understand that might be a decision you have to yeah, which face is, which in, that, is in why, those circumstances. Which is why know? I feel like, you know, the biases are, are always going to be there for anything that yeah. you want to do, and, yeah. like... And it's hard to, to remove that, but, like, at the end of the day, you can kind of, like, embrace it and, like, just try to be a genuine good person. And, yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. there are things that we're going to disagree with, but that's fine. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's okay. Like, I definitely don't agree with everything. If I only talk to people who agree with me on everything, then I'd have, like, no friends. You also wouldn't, I feel like you also wouldn't learn or grow. No, like, 100%. The yeah. way you grow is by talking to people who disagree with you. That and just, like, kind of getting experience from, like, different, like, cultures, traveling mm-hmm. and just, like seeing how different like people are and like you you don't even have to like disagree with it you might just see like oh i never even knew that Mm -hmm. like that's cool or like what you do how you cook what you use what whatever like yeah how you practice mindfulness like i think mindfulness is like the biggest uh is the most important thing that we can do like as people just to like be more present and then i think everything else falls into place like today in this moment this is the only thing that matters right now Mm -hmm. like this is what we're doing you know right and that's the only way that you can kind of pour in like all of your genuine energy into something at the task at hand or you know like you stay grounded um and i try to do that as much as i can but it's obviously very hard because like we get so distracted with the world around us and like social media and life and drama and Someone said, one of my friends said to me the other day, or in one of the episodes, actually, she was like, um, I get called dramatic. And then she was like, but you know what? Life is freaking dramatic, man. Like, and honestly, it is like sometimes like, you know, things happen that we have no control of and, and it's really overwhelming or, or frustrating or heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But like at the same exact time, like it's up to us to kind of take all of that noise like yeah. and, and block it out and yeah. then try to be rooted within ourselves so that we can 
learn how to better like react to the situations around us. Mm-hmm. Within the the year now that you've finally have you know hit your one year mark with the show, what what have you learned so far as far as having people on? What have you learned from them, and what's your biggest takeaway from them? The biggest takeaway would probably have to be. Well, that's a hard question, and I wish I had a good answer. I don't know. I got him. I got him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the biggest takeaway, um, man. I I think the biggest. Okay, the solid biggest takeaway is that people are are freaking fascinating, man. Like mm-hmm. the way people think is just the coolest thing to me. I I I would say because we can have such good conversations and just learn from each other and every conversation like i'll always be encouraged by it or like i'll take something from it and be able to apply it in my life or Mm -hmm. sometimes it's vice versa like something that i'll say like maybe the person wasn't in the the best headspace during that interview they still committed and they wanted to come through Mm -hmm. we have a good chat and they leave like empowered and encouraged and like i i love that and that has been like the biggest thing and just understanding and and always being reminded that everybody goes through goes through life man like everybody goes through it like Mm -hmm. heartbreak depression anxiety frustration being angry um being unemployed um you know drug abuse whatever like just all of everyone gets addicted to drugs at one point everyone (laughs) has smoked weed at some point (laughs) i I did not inhale (laughs) i oh my gosh i was watching that the other day yeah bill clinton i didn't like it i didn't like it i didn't inhale he's like he's like then what did you do (laughs) he's got my favorite quotes of all time and so to, to change notes a little bit as mark said my favorite musician is billy joel yes <laughs> do you do you have a favorite musician is it oh, billy joel it's not billy joel Dang then no. you have failed <laughs> the interview over gone. um man name us some name us a few you got in there in the bank what do you go to immediately Dude, <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna like my answer. Yo, I'm, maybe I'm, you will. I don't know. You're look, from Puerto Rico, Bad look, Bunny. Oh, that's it. Yeah, guy. yeah, that bro. Guy is, just recently introduced. <laughs> he's no, I know. I but my yeah. uh, when I was in my ethics and critical thinking class, someone put him on. Oh snap! And I was like, oh, there's no English in this. Ethics <laughs> and critical Bad Bunny, man. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah I mean, oh, yeah. that's that's someone that I go to sometimes. I just his music's fun, and like that's yeah. what it's for, you know. It, I think people. Give him a lot of hate, but like, nah, it's, man, it's, he's a vibe. He's it's a, a real it's vibe. a big vibe. Yeah. Um, and then what would be an opposite? The complete opposite of that, damn. Uh, I I like the cranberries a lot. The cranberries, oh, like, oh. yeah, dude. Rest in peace, Dolores, <laughs> man. I love she that woman. died. Yeah, she's been dead for like a few years now. I think. Wow. Damn. Yeah, R.I.P. But I mean, I, their music is very calming and like, I mean, some Did of you, the songs, obviously. I love that name. Did you have to let it linger? <laughs> Did you have to? Did you have to? Did you have to let it linger? I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of who else. Uh, uh, office hours. Oh, that. Oh, yeah, yo, yeah, yo. Yeah. I think I've heard yo, of them before, man. <laughs> Maybe that movie Sunday. Or that? Man, I, now that I'm like unemployed, I have been trying. I will so honestly admit that I've been trying to capitalize on on the royalties i'm sending our music to everybody i'm yeah. like please well, hey give this a stream well, what, what, where'd you work before mm, the news station so i just oh that's right that's right yeah so i just like my last day was friday um this past friday so mm-hmm. now i'm like all right here we are you know mm. doing uh, like freelance gigs here and there um before i head out to new york man. but i was like joking on instagram like all right guys uh, i'm gonna need y'all to run this up please <laughs> <laughs> no you you know it's funny um this this is why i was uh, so excited to finally have you on uh, when we first had you on man like straight off the bat like our friends were hooked you know yeah. your your, nice. your tracks are 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 vicious there's like just so like they are a vibe especially around here for a band like you yes, guys yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun Spotify Sunday's got 1.7 million plays. Look at that, bro. You can't Dude, beat that. You that cannot. Is, that was beat kind of that. the coolest thing that we have ever seen in our lives, probably. I mean, I'm speaking for I myself. Because, like, we, I don't know, like, Spotify, like, the algorithm, something just popped off, and it, it's really Maybe. like a blessing, and like, God was doing his thing or whatever, but like, I, I don't know because. Uh, we didn't submit like our music for anything until the EP came out, right? And we like submitted routine for like some playlist or whatever, mm-hmm. and then 
all of a sudden like it was like jumping the mm-hmm. plays and it was sunday and i was like what the heck is going on dude yeah, like yo we, we're at fifty thousand. Was, was that the song you thought would be the the one to blow up i i didn't i mean i don't want to say like it blew up but like i i told them you have those feelings yeah i yeah. told them when we were first starting making music and they were kind of working on songs i was like we should make like a pop song you know like just yeah you know pop dude pop rocks those like have dominated yeah, the charts, it's, like, it's just yeah, whatever it w- has that four count like on the floor, you know, like mm-hmm. that 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 beat, that groove is always going to be like addictive. So I was like, you guys should do something like this. And then they wrote something. We kind of scrapped it, like we didn't finish it till months later. We pulled up the project, and I was like, dude, this goes hard. Like, why didn't you finish it? <laughs> they finished it over Thanksgiving break, scheduled it for December of 2018, and then that was it. Yeah. And then we had the ep songs drafted and pretty much almost finished too so we were like let's do this one first this is like the entrance right and right. then we'll throw like the more thrashier stuff later on uh-huh. yeah that yeah. was um also to that degree you don't have to disclose this information but has have has the band met like monetary success yeah i mean not like a lot a lot a lot but definitely more than we ever thought we would make from music wow um Very which nice. is pretty cool Very and it's nice. like a small like passive income now which mm. is really really helpful and we split it four ways all our stuff and it's just convenient like it's it's not like yeah we're about to like splurge on shit <laughs> yeah but like it's it's just helpful you know like mm. something small to to get through like i don't know it's like a phone bill man like, i could totally <laughs> that's hey, all no, i can no, say sorry. i could totally <laughs> see it being like it blow up on like uh like tiktok or something like that yeah, oh, we, yeah I, we were bro. thinking i mean i always tell them we should do something like let's do sunday in spanish like you get a whole different audience let's, <laughs> oh, no, let's yeah, do like yeah. music videos and we can never Wait, really agree that's on... like i want to see you one domingo oh, te yeah. quiero ver and and then un domingo something like that yeah <laughs> then my um my my girlfriend's been teaching me some spanish words and i got uh chicharrones yeah. Mixed up with uh, it's a chicharinos, so I was calling them. Oh. <laughs> I, I had someone at work got some some. When you, you say know, chorizo, you say chorizo. I say chorizo. Chorizo. <laughs> so, so, so 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 dude gets a bag of. Uh, hey, you're yeah. working on it, man. That's just yeah, that's a bag of yeah, chicharrones, and I was like, oh yeah, some chichar or some chicharones. Yeah, <laughs> do you do you make music of your own? Uh, I did an album like a while back, like two years ago, actually May twenty eight no uh-huh. may 2019 i'm sorry um but it's not something that like i actively promote it was just like a catharsis thing yeah. like i just wanted to release something and get it out there um and yeah i mean i i play guitar you know i i play drums like i said you know do some instruments but like i don't i don't really write as much as i'd like to and probably as much as i know like realistically will happen also mm-hmm. so it's it was just something that you know I was inspired. I got some songs out, and then I just was like, you know what? Let me just put it out there. Right. It's not something I look to like make money off of, or like that I even like really promote. Uh-huh. To be I, honest, I love those memes where it's like, um, like, like it's it's just to be like a still frame of journey and making don't stop believing, and they're like, this is gonna be one of the most quotable songs of all time. Drop it and just like, <laughs> like or like or like you know, Kansas, um, wayward son. They're like. This is going to have one of the greatest guitar solos in history. Oh, snap. Release it. <laughs> Just like, bro. <laughs> uh, so, um, is uh, for your, you know, goal as far as where you want to do for your future and for your life, um, is arts kind of like something you want to you wanna kind of do as far as like where you place what you want to do as far as your career or, or your life? Or would you rather blow up and then act like you don't know nobody? Yeah, yeah. Those nah. are the two options. I would, I would rather blow up and act like I know everybody. <laughs> <laughs> My mango. If I'm being honest. Dude, yeah, I, I really I really believe in like just, you know, giving back to people and just, you know, yeah. however I can help like anybody like creatively, like I'm always there for it. Or even if it's just like I said, to listen or to give advice um, or tips about like whatever anybody wants to do, whether it is music, because like we've done music for so long and I'm slowly getting out of that, you know, feel like I'm, I just mix music these days, you know, I don't write, I don't want to record, I don't do any of that. Um, but like, yeah, like I'd, I'd what I'd want to do, like as my goal, like is really just to continue working on We Are Human and 
eventually have like several like spin-off programs like under that umbrella Correct. of we are human so like probably something focused on like just local businesses and and people in the community that are people in the second community time. that's yeah. my second time i gotta call it out i'm sorry <laughs> people of the power of life i've hit the table once again continue elijah my, my apologies no you're good um you know, like something uh, focus on like people who are involved in like the local community, like whether it's like local coffee, local restaurants, uh, anything like that. Right. And another program where it's more centered on like people, you know, talking about like forgiveness and like how they've had to like, you know, go through that and like apply that in their lives with family members, friends, anybody, you know, um, and just have different lists of programming that people will be able to like enjoy but also learn from, be inspired from, be encouraged by, um, and continue to just do regular interviews also like a, a, as a podcast. And mm -hmm. that's what I want to see for myself with this. Like this, see this project continue to grow in a few different directions, but continue to create like what I consider like wholesome, introspective and encouraging content mm -hmm. for people. Yeah. Uh, Elijah, my friend, where can we find your podcast you can find we're human wherever you get your podcast from yes, apple Podcasts, spotify i guess we might be on google play i don't know ah, google, google store play. i don't know um and we like our videos are also up on youtube so like you can hear it whether it's audio or you can watch the videos as well they're both the same like length and the same content um i was thinking of making like the raw episodes maybe sometime mm. in the future i'm not sure but we'll see um, and on Instagram, you can find us at wearehuman.tv, and our website is also wearehuman.tv. Mm -hmm. what's, what's your channel called? On Instagram, it's uh, wearehuman.tv, but mm -hmm. on YouTube, I think you can just find it as wearehuman. Wearehuman? Yeah, with spaces. And uh, With spaces. With and don't forget the band, the legendary band here in yes. Orlando, Office Hours. Office Hours, you can find us at Instagram. On Instagram, it's Office Hours FL. Uh-huh. And if you search Office Hours on Spotify, you should be able to find us, hopefully. Yeah. If not, just sure. search Office Hours dash no. Sunday. Oh, <laughs> snap. Gotta, gotta bring in the scene. We don't have a website. <laughs> it's all good. But you have t-shirts. Whoa, we may have some t-shirts ah. again soon. I, We were thinking of ordering some more and selling some more, mm -hmm. but we were trying to figure out like what we're going to do with a design. Do we want to keep the same design? I told them so many times we need to make an album that's called "This Is an Office Hours Album." Hey, because oh, the shirts say is. "This Is an Office Hours Shirt" or whatever, kind of be like a whole marketing scheme. It would have been brilliant, but it never happened. <laughs> really quickly, um, do you um, besides music and you know the podcast world and your arts and working on journalism, what you have any hobbies that you do on the side? Um, like recreational. I l enjoy running. <laughs> um. I enjoy running and uh I mean damn I that's a good question. I don't even know what my hobbies are. I just work all the time. <laughs> hey, it's all um good. you know it's it could be I, some, you know. I really want to get into like cooking sushi, man. Cooking like preparing sushi. sushi. I mean, you mm. can't really cook sushi. You just prepare. Are you a big seafood kind of guy? I do. I do love fish. I love sushi. I love shellfish like mm. uh, it's, it's I love that stuff, man. I can't even I can't even front but yeah there's it's so peaceful i've done it once and it was horrible but like i tried right exactly um with one of my friends and it's a freaking process man so that's kind of like it gives you a little bit of like a peace of mind you know like whenever you're doing something and like it kind of it's like meditation for you maybe perhaps i don't know mm -hmm. um but that's what it was for me like cooking i i, I like cooking i'm not like a great cook but i enjoy cooking because i i enjoy like making stuff for people you oh, know of course of course so yeah so no matter where you are in life, like you're always going to find yourself in a position where you need to like let go of something in order to continue growing. Um, and it's always been hard for me to, to release that, you know, like to completely let go of whether it's, you know, living at, in your hometown or, or an old relationship or even friendships, like, but sometimes I don't even want to consider them baggage, but sometimes they just are added baggage or, or just weight onto your own personal journey. And so I think it's extremely important for you to always reflect on who is adding value into your life and what are the things that are adding value to your life. 
and always double checking that so that you know how you can properly continue to like propel yourself and if you are you know intentionally wanting to propel others you you have to do that for yourself otherwise you won't be really like doing anybody any good nonetheless yourself so definitely take a look at the things around you know what's important and just prioritize those things This is Elijah DaCosta, and this has been The Power of Four. And now presenting Alu. There's a wildfire Please don't close your eyes Let it burn There's a wildfire Man, it burns so Drown me in your sea of reckless endless passion now.